Oh, no. Oh, it says it started. Oh, we're screwed. Oh, we're done. We're so oh. screwed. So it said that we can do this for eight hours. <laughs> okay. Are you, <laughs> are you interested in doing this for eight hours? Okay. We'll see where it goes. It seems that seems extreme, but you know, maybe if we're trying to fundraise for something, sure. Yeah, the um, like an extra life style event. Okay. So, so I guess um, because this is live and recording right now, uh, you know, we used to do a podcast together, you and I. Todd, mm-hmm. but the weird thing is, is that I can see you. You, I can see you. Right. This is the future. This is what we always wanted. You is just it? touch my nose. We can do the like a fist bump. Boom. There we go. That's awesome. I did it back. I saw it, and you, and I can see the beverages that you drink. And I mean, this is this is the future right here, really. Um, Hydro flask. So. I don't have a drink. I drank something before. Um, yeah, so I we figured I, I sent you an email a couple, I don't know, a few days ago that said, hey, you want to try to do something and get together and talk about video games at some point? Mm-hmm. And you said, sure. So I said, why don't we do it like this with a video camera there? And you said, okay. And then it took us a little while to figure out how to actually get well, Google Hangouts on the air working. And that and we both, and things have changed since we did our last show. I mean, we both, we both had all our kids by the yep. time we did our last show, but all our kids are older. They're all doing more stuff. I have, yes. the one positive is my internet connection is better. I went from 15 when we used to do the show. Now I have 100. 100? A hundred. I, I, I think I have two hundred. Oh my gosh! Well, see, th- this show should be fast. It should, it should be. be. It should. It should sound great. It should look great, except for what's behind me, because you can actually see that, which is. I'm. I'm. I'm in a. I'm in a dungeon. They boarded <laughs> up. They boarded <laughs> up the windows with bricks, or bricked up the windows. But you have a sweet pop filter and rad headphones, and I'm just talking through this MacBook Air, so I hope well, that's okay. You know, it sounds just fine for me okay. anyway. Yeah, I good. I don't know. The only person that's probably ever going to join this is JJ, at least for now. If, you fine. Know. So this is, so I might as well say it, this is Short Attention Gamer 126. It is? Yes. Wow. Um, Fancy. The 125th episode was a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and the one before that, I think I think we tried to do like a streaming thing, like Ben and I and somebody else. I think we were playing Diablo 3, so I don't even have a, re- a recording of that. Um, How many years ago was that? Oh, man. I should probably have had come prepared in turn, so I could rattle this off. I, I think it's about three years, though. We tried to do the Christmas show. We did the Christmas show a year ago this Christmas. It was a year so, ago, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we did it in 2015. Maybe it was 2014. You, you know what? Ago? You know what? I have a thing here that'll tell me. Because what I did is I actually uploaded all of our old shows to YouTube in video format. Which is weird oh, because yeah. they're, not, they're not videos. They're just audio things. Um, people can use their. So magic. I can I can quickly look. I can quickly look, and it says that the Christmas episode was 2014. Wow, that was so, two years ago. And and the uh, the last real episode I'd say was uh, February. No, I'm sorry, March 21st, 2014. So we're we're coming. Geez, we're coming close yeah. on three years since the last yeah. show. Yeah. Which. Uh, oof, oof, oof. I know. Well, you know, I mean, things happened. When we were doing the show in 2014, we had Ben and Aaron were with us. Yep. And yep. they neither of them had kids at that point. I mean, they were about to have kids, but they didn't yet. And that's all changed. They both have kids. You and I have multiple kids. Mine are in high school now. I, yours are in, are yours all in elementary school? No, um, so... I mean, our schools around here are a little weird. They have like four schools that the kids go through. We have okay. one that's that's uh, pre-K, K, and one, and All right. then two, three, and four, 
and then five and six, and then seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven and twelve are all like big part of this big complex. Okay. So, so my oldest is in the one right before. Um, she's in she's in fifth grade. So okay. Uh, so she's verging on what I would consider middle school. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're uh, they're still elementary, but you know, they're they're doing things, they're having fun, but good times. You know, what I've noted, I mean, what I know just based on on our interactions, yours and mine, and then when I've seen Aaron and when I've seen Ben a little bit, we're all still playing games. And the the challenge is, I mean, we all still like to play games. We all still play a fair amount of games. We just don't get to talk about it as much. And so is that? Uh, yes, that is that is absolutely true. <laughs> so yeah. I I play I've been playing um, probably more at night uh, now that I used to. Um, after the kids go to bed, and I, I've been playing. So so I think one of the things that really kicked it off in terms of me wanting to talk about some games with some friends is uh, I I finally got to Uncharted Four, mm. and I mean that was that came out almost what a year ago mm-hmm. or so. That was last spring, I think. Last spring, mm-hmm. and I just I, I was over the moon impressed with that game. Like I I actually played through the whole Uncharted trilogy. Um, what is it? The Nathan Drake collection is what it's called. And uh, I played through all that, and I got to three. And I, I remember not really caring for three mm-hmm. as much as much as the other ones. And I played through three, and I said, you know what? It has some it has some slow points, and the ending kind of was eh, but. It was a good game. It was still an Uncharted game. It was still fine. Yeah. But then, but then, yeah. I got to four, and man, four four was just. Uh, I finished it uh, probably about two weeks ago when I when I when I suggested that we yeah. we get together and talk, and uh, oh my god, I, it, it's such a great story, and it's, I mean. It has heart to it. You love the characters. the The way they do dialogue just blows my mind. I mean, the the way it sounds so conversational um, when characters talk to one another. Um, just it, that part of it, I, I still remember, and I still remember. You know, I won't say anything about it, but I still remember the ending and yep. how much I loved the ending. And then, you know, the the after ending i mean there's there's a couple endings but oh, the after ending oh my god the pro uh, what is it epilogue yeah epilogue yeah you gotta watch yeah yeah there's so yeah, i'm not giving away anything to say there's an epilogue there that's that's just if, if you don't know that stick around i you know i i i made i saved you from missing something awesome so um yeah that the epilogue is is awesome and you know i i told cameron my son's playing it now he's about to finish it yep and um, I said, you know, when you finish, it's not over. You need to keep playing. There's more there. And so he uh, he he knows now. He has an expectation, which is great. I mean, that's that's a great game. And you know, the the funny thing was when you were when you were at that point where you were um, telling me about um, Uncharted. Right before that, through the holidays, I was. Um, <laughs> I was doing something kind of along the same lines in terms of wanting to share my gaming experience with somebody, and I, I happened to be sharing it with you, didn't I? Which which one? My Final yeah. Fantasy gaming experience. Oh, that's right. You did. You shared a lot of it with me. That's every- right. <laughs> Jim, what was I doing to you every single day? So uh, I'd, I'd get on my PlayStation, about to jump in to play some Uncharted, and I'd, I'd typically have you know, one, at least one, maybe two screen shares of uh, Final Fantasy 15. And I, I, I can only assume it's coming from the photo, the, the dude that yeah. goes around and takes your photo. Um, what's his name? Pomp. I, I don't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, uh, it's um, Pomp. Oh, yeah. Some sort of P, right? Yes. P, what, whatever. The, the, the dude that takes your picture. I only played probably about the first hour of Uncharted. Uh, was it? Prompto. Prompto. Yes. I only played about the first hour of that game because I said to myself, I'm like, there's no reason for me to rush through this. And I know they're going to be patching in some stuff that I guess fixed like end game. Yeah. And they're not, uh, they haven't gotten to that point. That patch isn't there yet. So you're better off. If you haven't played um, chapter 13, I think it is just hold off and wait till they patch that chapter. Although it's not that big a deal, but if you really want to play the game the way I think they intend it to be, you know, wait till that, that chapter's been patched and then play it. But I was 
So I was sending pictures to Jim, um, sometimes one or two. And the reason I did it was because the pictures were weird ass pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I wish I could share them with, with this, this particular hangout, but yeah. So the AI was taking the pictures and, uh, I, you know, I, I, I thought this is humorous. So I'm going to send them on to somebody. And my friend Jim will find this. He may not find it humorous, but he'll, he'll humor me. And that was good enough. So I sent them on to you. So you're welcome. Merry Christmas, by the way. I, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate the gift. It was yeah. perfect. It was perfect, really. Absolutely. I could do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I, you know, Uncharted 4 is so far out. I mean, we could probably talk about spoilers, but no, no, let's not. Let's not. talk about whatever you want. I mean, I, what I, I what I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to curse as much as I used to. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. That was, that was, that was three years ago, man. That was, that was almost a whole high school, uh, <laughs> whole high school experience ago. Uh -huh. So I've, I've, I've grown up and I've matured, You've matured, matured, but not, I mean, you, no, not really. You, you've, you're matured. You're, you're making some, I, if you follow Jim on Instagram and you should, because he makes some sweet steaks, um, and, <laughs> and you, you get to see them and, uh, he plays some sweet board games. I do. And uh, yeah, you guys, you guys, I, I get jealous every Saturday because you're with a group of individuals that live up in that area. And I follow several of you um that play games i think on a, every saturday night or no it's it's fairly regularly um not not as much as i'd like to i think we play um we probably play dungeons and dragons once a month okay uh, and then we get together also once a month um typically maybe a month and a half to to play just random uh i, I guess i guess you'd call them designer board games you know not not your risk not your monopoly but I guess the 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 biggest name that people have heard about is like Catan or Carcassonne, but we don't even play those. Like those are those are too well known for us. <laughs> those are the gateway games. You guys yeah. have moved on to the kind of games that you read about reviews on Board Game Geek, and and they're the things that when you see when you see the pictures, I mean the way they're shot, um, it looks almost like art. I, the 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 care the the tiles, the game pieces, everything just looks so cool. And and that's what, you know, when I see those, I'm like, I wish I knew somebody around here to do that with. And then I want to, you know, see how, how expensive is it to fly to, to where they are? And, and well, you're, I mean, you're more than welcome to come okay. out. To, to come up for a weekend just to play board games? Well, you, you said your son likes uh, lacrosse, right? Is he still yeah. into that? I mean, it was three years ago, so I don't know if he's yes. still into it. Yes, he's still. He, they just started their season last week, so they are, he's a junior this year. And so their team has uh, started. And uh, But lacrosse in in Missouri is different than lacrosse on the East Coast where you live. So I, so I don't follow lacrosse at all, so why, why is it different? Because it has been a sport. It's kind of like hockey in Missouri is different than hockey on the East Coast. You know, up there, you guys, it, it is a sport that has been around for eons. And part of it has to do with the climate and um, the uh, access to ice that we don't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. um, and lacrosse is historically been around on the East Coast much longer than it's been around in the Midwest. And so he plays, and we have some competitive teams here, but up there, you, those two sports, and there's some similarities between them, but those two sports are the real deal. Um, but it would be fun to, to bring him up there. The other thing I'd like to bring him up there and me up there for is something like PAX East um, and to, to visit you all. Uh, because we don't have a PAX Midwest. I don't know. They seem to be putting PAXs like literally everywhere. So it's yeah. very possible that at some point that you could get a PAX. Someday. You know. St. Louis would be a great yeah. place for it. And it's only a couple hours away. But until then, you know, the options are I come visit you all and we come to PAX East or we go to spend an insane amount of money for something like E3 for the 15,000 tickets they have. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can get into that this year. Yeah. Yeah. So spend my money and try to wander into E3 or go to Australia for the PAX Australia. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's the most sensible thing to do is really. Yeah. That seems like the most financially responsible, fiscally sound option. So that's maybe that's what I'll do. And it'll take up the least amount of travel time as well. So 
I mean, <laughs> it, it, you're hitting it on all angles right there. Yeah, yeah. Someday, someday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to the East Coast. I'm gonna visit you, and we're going to uh, do a show like this face to face. But until then, we have this. So this is cool. I mean, uh, so it's a little. I guess this is the old man Jim coming around. I'm I'm gonna turn forty this year, which I uh, I mean you're like what sixty sixty this year is that is that what you're sixty seven? <laughs> um, I I've I've thwarted seven heart attacks, um, but that's <laughs> I've stopped eating cheesesteak. I just eat the steak and not the cheese now. It's a it's a carb free diet thing I'm doing. Um, no, I'm I'm forty eight. So yeah, so welcome to my world. But I've thought we're about the same. We're in the same AG now. That's what we're yeah. in. But I, I've thought about this a lot over the last couple of years. Um, you know, the the guys at GameStop. When we used to do the show, I would always talk about how awesome they were, and they're still the same guys that are there. They're still awesome. they haven't they haven't rotated through staff no, or, or it's no, the same my dudes. Guys, my GameStop guys are the same guys. Wow, um, they've been there for more than a decade. And they still look out for me. They still they, the customer service is great, which is why I go. Um, but the great thing about being in your forties um, and being and still playing games is that you can afford them now. So it, you know, and you know this. I think it used to be a time where you're like, okay, I'll buy this game and maybe this game, and that'll be it for the year. And I'll buy this console, or maybe I'll ask for it for Christmas. And now at this age, I'm like. Screw it! I'm I'm gonna buy. I have a Nintendo Switch on pre-order. I'm gonna go pick up on Friday. Why? Because I can do that. Because I can. Because you can. Because you can. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I can. I can do that. I can walk into Best Buy and say, "Where's my Nintendo Switch? Where's my copy of Zelda? Thank you," and walk out. Um, I can get Horizon at the same time, and that you know, if that's your if that's your hobby, if that's the thing you enjoy, to finally be at the point where you can afford to enjoy that hobby, to me, is is awesome. But, but while you can okay. afford it, so I'm I'm at a I'm at a little bit different of a place right now. I'm really interested in Horizon. I want to pick that up. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so I just finished Uncharted Four, and I've got all these other games that I really haven't put that much time into. Final Fantasy Fifteen, for example. So. I am no longer fearing missing out of games. Mm -hmm. I think they call it FOMO. (laughs) I didn't know there was a term. That's awesome. There's a term of fear of missing out, FOMO. Uh, It just doesn't matter as much to me that I'm not on the bleeding edge. The only thing that I'm like slightly concerned about is like multiplayer stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm still primarily a single player gamer um, because I'm just, I'm just not good enough to hang with most of the people that play games it, in, well, on a, any sort of competitive basis. I mean, co-op is one thing, right? Yeah. But, but, but And I get that. I mean, a game like For Honor, I played the beta of that, and as I'm playing it, I'm thinking, this is a great game. It's very well done, but I don't think I'll ever play this game yeah. because I'll never play the, the multiplayer of this game. And so I don't feel like I have to buy it just to be you know to enjoy the zeitgeist of what it means to play a game like for honor um the same with call of duty i mean i bought it this year all i did was play the single player i know it's not even supposed to you know, who plays the single player of call of duty well me guys that are in their 40s that probably <laughs> won't jump in and play um the, the multiplayer what, but you want the game you that want I prestige did, about 20 times before. i didn't and the i you know i i think i've Three or four years ago, that would have been a big deal for me to to try to prestige. I think the only multiplayer player game I've played consistently this year is Overwatch, and and I really think that's because it is such a different kind of multiplayer game, and the I feel like I can contribute, whereas with a game like Call of Duty, I feel like I'm just holding just, the team. Yeah, back. you're just a you're just an anchor at the bottom yeah, of the I, ocean, dragging I, that ship. Exactly. I'm the guy that is that all the kills you saw for our, that our team had, I 50% of those were me out of 100. Um, but a game like Overwatch, I feel like I can be competitive and I feel like I can help a team. And so that's what makes it fun for me. So there are there are still competitive multiplayer games that I enjoy, but I, I realize where my strengths and weaknesses are and what I enjoy and don't enjoy anymore are. Yeah. 
Um, and, and that's one of it. So that's, you know, Overwatch was the game for me for multiplayer for this past year. So I, I picked up Overwatch on the PC and I played it for several weeks. Um, but I clearly didn't, I didn't, I really liked it, but it was one of those things where I, I was playing with people who clearly liked it way more and had way more time to put into it. Um, and then I just, I don't know, I just, it didn't hook me as much. One, the game that did hook me, which I put an absurd amount of time into for whatever reason, was Destiny, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Rise of Iron came out, um, I was playing with a group of guys um, that's uh, the, the Age forums i guess they were called oh, yeah. uh, adult mm-hmm. gaming enthusiasts um they apparently their website is no longer there and if you go to their website if you go to their url it's just going to be a, a redirected discord so that it's it's now a big chat room um, oh, okay which is fine it, it's cool but i started playing a little bit of destiny and just the way that, just hearing them talk about it was one of the things that was like ah that's you know i that sounds fun we can get into it. And there was a lot of cooperative activity in destiny, mm-hmm. um, which, which was one thing I like, you know, there's, there's iron banner, which is, you know, a, a hardcore multiplayer, um, uh, PVP thing. And then there's, you know, the, the typical crucible matches that are just, you know, that's, that's your bungee competitive piece. Right. But mm-hmm. you got these raids that you got to go on and organize. You got, um, strikes that you go on and, and just play through a whole bunch of times. And I found myself, I, I think I put uh, four full days into that game, 24 hours times four, so whatever that equals out. Um, and, then, and then I almost maxed out, you, you, you know, you hit your max level, and then you have a light level on top of that uh, for your gear. And I, I've, I ended at 395 or 396, and you can get up to 400. And at that point, it was basically like, all right, you got to play a whole bunch of multiplayer um, yeah. versus actual people. And I said, eh, I'm good. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this game, and I put a lot of time into it. So I, when Destiny 2 comes out, I, I'm going to be right there, I think, for that one. You, you know, you're at a point, though, and it sounds, I mean, you're at the same point that I am, it sounds like at least, where you, you can say, yeah, that, that's enough. I enjoyed that much of that game. Um, there was a time where, like with Halo, I can remember a Halo 2 and Halo 3 where I I would have played more past the point where I enjoyed it just so that I could be competitive or thought I could be competitive. Yeah. Um, and and I don't you know I don't do that anymore. I I play a game and enjoy it. Um here's a a good example. I'm playing um Resident Evil uh right now. Yep. And I've played in VR a little bit. It's freaky. Um, I've, I've played and, and I like playing just with the controller and without VR more than I like playing with VR. But do, do you get, do you get scared with the VR? No, I get scared. But what happens more than that is I get these, I get VR sweats and I don't know if you've ever heard anybody talk about it, but when you have that headset on after a while, everything starts to, you start to feel hot. And I don't know if it's the nerves or if it's stress. That's, if, uh, that's menopause, Todd. It's, it's, <laughs> then I need some kind of medicine, some kind of medication to help me get through my VR sweats. A little estrogen up in there. Yeah, something. <laughs> Cause I got VR sweats. And so I decided I liked it better without VR, but I, I'm at a point where I'm probably maybe three fourths of the way through. Um, but I'm not upset if I don't finish it. You know, there, there, I've finished some pretty big games this year. Um, Final Fantasy. I did. For me to con- for me to stick around, you know, the title of of our show in the past, Short Attention Gamer, um, came from, I, it came from you. It was not my name. You yeah. that was your name. But, but that title kind of came from the fact that when I was younger, when I was in my early thirties and mid thirties, I would jump from game to game to game. Um, and at that point, it wasn't that I could afford them. What I would do is buy a game and then trade it in and find another game or find a used game. Um, and I wouldn't finish games just because I wanted to have so many different experiences. Um, but now I'll buy the game, hang on to them, and I'll finish a game like Final Fantasy. Um, I think I put, I, I think I sent you the certificate. They show you a certificate that shows yeah, you how much time you put into it. Yeah, like fifty hours into that game, um, and then I just finished Watch Dogs Two. Uh, for me to to finish a game, an open ended, I, I don't think I've ever finished an open ended game, ever. Not even, never, like, not even like Grand Theft Auto 4? Or... No, I've never finished a Grand Theft Auto game. I've wow. played a, a lot of them. Oh, 
Red Dead. I finished the last Red Dead Redemption. That's the last probably open-ended game I've finished, other than Watch Dogs 2, which I really enjoyed. I think if you haven't picked up Watch Dogs 2 and you see it for $20 or $30, it is well worth the money. Great story, great characters. Um, I, I played the first one, and I, you know, oh, it was just, it was like whatever. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, I, I had I, no interest in picking up the second one. <laughs> I think I played like two hours the first one, and I, I wasn't planning on getting the second one at all. And then at Christmas, there was a deal on it. I think I got it for like twenty nine dollars, and I don't regret that. That was a a great. That was a steal. It, I think I probably put thir- at least thirty hours into that game, and uh, the strategy of how you solve. Uh, each mission, the side missions were fun. By the time I finished it, I think I finished all of the missions except for the co-op missions. So, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm I'm willing to to invest and put the time into a game and enjoy it um, and not feel like I have to jump to the next game. Um, but I'm, I'm also fine if I stop a game because I feel like I've gotten enough out of it. Um, but I'm not going to stop a game you know, 30 minutes and go, that was enough of that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, there's a reason if I stop resident evil, it's because I'm the, the backtracking and the puzzle solving is, I haven't, I haven't played any of it. So except for the, the demo. So, it, you know, resident evil, I mean, there's, there's always puzzle solving involved in some of the resident evil games. There's it's, it's a, it's a giant house. You're, you know, you're out in the backwoods of Louisiana. I think it is. And there's some backtracking involved, and uh, it's scary, and it's a great story, and it's fun. But do I, you know, it's it's kind of a saw type story to a certain degree. And after a while, that torture porn thing doesn't do it for me. And so I'll find a game that I enjoy more. Um, and I think that game's coming out tomorrow. So, Horizon. Horizon. Oh yeah, that game. Yeah, that game. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about that game. Um, after, I like, I like I was, how her hair flows in the videos. It, she it has finally looks like good hair. Mm-hmm. She has some, she, because you and I both, I mean, because I don't have it anymore. I don't have any golden locks. <laughs> yeah. So I I have to, my, oh, you, my head is, uh, I, I purposely uh, take mine down though. So, well, because, because it's, that's where your power is. If you have too much power, then you blow the roof off your home and then your, your family will get angry. So you, what can you do? But yeah, her, she has some rad hair, and so that that game just looks great, and the reviews have been awesome, and so I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I was not really expecting the reviews to be as good as they were for it. To I be was, honest, I was really surprised. I thought people would be like, "Yeah, this is a pretty good game," but I mean, they're off the charts. Yeah. yeah. So I've only heard one semi-negative comment uh, from anyone, and uh, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm just working my way through. Um, I've been playing uh, what's that? Until Dawn, mm. um, which I had purchased again when that game came out. I purchased it. I it's one of those pre-order things. I'm like, man, this game looks cool. I'm gonna pick it up. And then I never played more than like a, an hour or so of it. So I'm I'm pretty far into that game. Um, and I've I've been streaming like every time I play a game on my PS4, I I just hit the stream button and put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So all of that stuff is archived for whatever to show how terrible of a player I am. But I don't actually talk. I, I don't do what a lot of like the streamers do and just narrate the whole thing because I don't know. I, I kind of just like playing. If somebody comes on to talk, I'll 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 get out a keyboard and start typing to them. Mm-hmm. But um, T- tell me again. Until dawn, I, I think I've played part of it. It's it's uh it's it's effectively an adventure game set in the this uh this mountaintop okay a lodge ski lodge looking thing and um group of oh, friends yeah. they some they, they go up the year before and a group of friends they play a prank on one of their other friends and she ends up getting f- pissed off and runs out into the woods and ends up dying along with her sister that's right. Um, and then, and then the next year, everyone comes back, and it's like, oh, you know, we feel bad, but it's good that the friends are all back together. And then stuff happens. I, um, I did play. I, I think I played an hour or two of that, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, and then something else out of nowhere came out. And so, um, yeah, I, I feel like on. I feel like at that time there were several games that came out that were just all fairly interesting looking. So I can totally see why this one just kind of like. Got pushed aside, but um, if you have VR, I think they have a, a VR until dawn. Um, oh, do they really? 
yeah, what's it called? Something, something. Oh, like I blood. Play, I, Rush of Blood. Rush of Blood. Yeah. I played. I played and finished Rush of Blood. And How was that? Probably the one of the best VR games I've played. Um, it's got a lot of jump scares, but it's the one that when my when Cameron's friends come over and we want to show off VR, we show them the Batman game, and then we show them Rush of Blood and have them do because the the interesting thing about Rush of Blood is every mission is kind of like being on a roller coaster with light guns. Okay. So they're real guns. Yep. And um, so you can pick a mission or pick a a a uh, episode and send somebody through the episode and each episode probably lasts. If you put it on easy, you could get through an episode in about 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, so it's not a, a long game, but it's, it's probably one of the best games to showcase PSVR. Um, I, I've enjoyed it. I've played all the way through the end. I think, uh, my son has played all the way through the end too. So, yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually played any VR games. I haven't tried VR, let alone played any VR yeah. games. I've been um, surprised at how much I've enjoyed it, and I'm glad I picked it up. I think PS is the best way to get if you want to invest in it and you want to do it reasonably. Um, that's probably the best way to do it because you can experience you you can experience VR and have some good um, gaming. Uh, experiences as well as get some of the same video apps that are that you would get with Oc Oculus Rift um, or Vive, but uh, you don't have to invest in the computer side of it. Yeah, so I, I ran when Vive was coming out. I ran the the benchmarking tool that was supposed to tell you if your machine's good enough. And strangely enough, mine wasn't at the time. So I said, eh, I'm not going to bother upgrading yeah. just to get VR, and my computer still runs great for basically everything I throw at it. Yeah. Um, I, th I think it came down to USB connections to, of all things. And I'm sure I could just buy a USB three, you know, card and stick it in there. Uh, but eh. <laughs> you'll find there will be discounts and there will be opportunities. If you ever want to try it, there'll be PSVR opportunities and there's some interesting games coming out. Um, and, and the, the problem right now is there are some decent games but there are also a lot of the things that you think are games end up being really just uh, demos of what VR can be. Um, yeah, and like that. How did you try that? Um, that Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah, I tried that, and then um, Call of Duty also had a version that I I want to say it lasted five minutes at the most. Oh, um, thankfully they're both free if you have the game. Um, but if you don't have the game, going to buy the game just for that is a waste. Um, th there are probably four, maybe five really good, interesting VR experiences out there for, for PSVR. Um, you know, Head Rush is a great experience. Um, Rush of Blood is a great experience. I'm sorry, not Head Rush, Headmaster. The, it's a, it's this bizarre game where you hit a soccer ball with your head and sounds it reminds me of Portal and so if you put Portal and soccer balls together, <laughs> then it would be Headmaster. Headmaster. Um, they're both good experiences and fun games. Um, I I tried Robinson, and that's probably of all the games I've played, the only game that made me sick was Robinson. Um, and, I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't been keeping up on the VR scene at all, so I, yeah, I really I, don't know. Any of the things that you're talking about? <laughs> it, it's it's a well, yeah. That that one is made by um, the same company that makes uh, oh, the the Russian company that makes a lot of the first person shooter games. Um, I can't think of the name right now, but it, there's a lot of turning and they they use a lot of uh, of just quarter turns in yep. VR so that you don't you don't. I mean, you can turn that stuff off. But when you turn it off, I mean, some people can handle it well, and some people can't at all. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's 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 early. It's early in that in that development stage for that that kind of stuff. And I think there's some interesting things coming down the pike. So, we'll see. I'm I'm glad I bought it. I don't regret it. I've did you had get some a, fun with it? Did you get a PS Pro, PS4 Pro? I what I ended up doing was. That is the nice thing about having a junior in high school is you can hand off stuff like your old PS4 to him, <laughs> which is what I did. That's a good excuse, isn't it? It's a he perfect needs a excuse. PS4. Exactly. Now we own. Yeah. And uh, so I handed that one off to him, and yeah, I got a pro. Cool. So I'm excited about, and I, I'm using, I'm 
beta testing the 4.5 uh, software, the the new software for the Pro or for the for the PS4. Um, that has boost mode in it, right? Yeah, we'll see if that helps with what what that does to Horizon. It did help a little bit um, with the load times for um, for uh, Resident Evil. Um, it, well, the I load think times. I think ever, games but, after the Pro, I think Sony did some sort of mandate as to they they had to like games now have to support the PS4 Pro natively as opposed to I think the boost mode is just for games that were before the Pro existed. Okay. So I think Horizon um, and maybe even Resident Evil 7 uh, may already have some sort of support for, built in for it. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I think, it's, I, I think it's a per game basis depending on. Okay. I could swear that the load times are faster now for Resident Evil. They might be. Yeah. It took forever to load that game. Um, but it seems like it's it's going faster. I don't know. Um, I did see a difference in Watch Dogs. Um, I saw a difference in the load times there as well because I die a lot in Watch Dogs too. <laughs> so load times are my friend. For for somebody like me, load times are, are very important. In that case, uh, I wonder how it would do with Bloodborne because I've been playing. That's the other game I've been playing. I've been, well, Spelunky also. I've continued to play Spelunky (laughs) for for years and years. I've been playing Spelunky, Um, but and I'm still terrible at it. So I don't know why I keep playing it. But uh, yeah, until dawn, Spelunky and Bloodborne. Um, I I just recently started that, and I just made it to the uh, what I can. I I was talking to to JJ a little bit about it on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and he basically said it's almost an optional first boss. Um, it's. I don't know if you've played Bloodborne, but yeah, you die a lot in that, and you load a lot, and maybe See, maybe a PS4 would help. Uh, a Pro would help with with load times in that regard. Yeah, I you know I figured that I wouldn't want to wait till next year because I'm really interested in getting the uh, Microsoft the the Scorpio, um, whatever yeah. that is. Um, and so I kind of I, I did it over the holidays when there's Christmas money available um and so i you know we'll see next next fall i'll probably end up with the scorpio but i i'm glad i got it i i see a difference i don't think you have to have it you certainly don't have to have it for psvr and you certainly don't have to have it for a lot of the games i don't have a 4k television yet but i hope before the end of the year to to have one of those um i I was ready i was ready to buy the 4k tv i was ready to rearrange my living room and make it a lot slimmer because i have this kind of like i know my friend art he he compares it to like your old 80s console tv but it's not it's an ikea like entertainment center right yeah um that my tv i purchased specifically because i had bought that entertainment center before the tv and I said, well, I want to keep use of the entertainment center, so I'm going to f- make sure that the TV fits. <laughs> so my TV is a little bit smaller than it probably should be uh, for where it's positioned in the room. So I would like to get rid of all that and and you know mount the TV to a wall and, and do all the cool stuff that you can do with TVs. And I was right there. I was so close. And then we did our taxes, and <laughs> and the tax return money turned out to be – less than what we had expected because because of both uh both my wife my wife is working full-time again um which she she wasn't until last year and uh, i had actually received a bump in salary too so it was just like a combination of us making more money and us looking at the taxes and be like wait a minute <laughs> crap we're probably, well, we probably not have- responsible it's probably not responsible to actually purchase a tv <laughs> right yeah. now all we can do now with this money is is go get a steak at the Sizzler, or I can just cook a steak. Or yeah, get some awesome steaks and cook them at home. Yeah, which I've I've, I've been actually, I've been putting a lot of time into. I mean, we a long, long, long time ago. I think when I was doing the Shotgun podcast, um, we actually had like cooking segments where we'd we'd say oh, really? like different, yeah, uh, and those are all archived up on this thing too on on YouTube. So you may hear if if you feel like listening to some really old, boring, probably terrible game talk. Um, yeah, at some point we we did have menu segments, but yeah, I've been putting a lot of time into trying to to make a good steak. Um, I I figured out how to make a pretty good burger. Like like you know you can make a burger. A burger is a burger, right? It's like pizza. It can never be too bad. 
Um, but I, I tried to, you know, get the, the method for doing the, the smash burger. Down. Oh, I saw your, yes, I saw your photos and that looks impressive. I it, got, it one. was, Looking it was it. really good. I basically took the meat of one burger, split it in half. So it was two patties and then smashed it into a cast iron grill, uh, put cheese and bacon in between and then stacked it and put it on a bun. And it looked kind of like, it kind of looked like it came out of, you know, would you buy it like a, I don't know, some sort of restaurant that makes those like a shirt, a shake shack or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun cooking. And my daughter, my daughter's um, we've been watching the show called just add magic on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which turns out it's actually pretty good, especially for kids. And it's, you know, it's, it's good, wholesome family entertainment. That's for sure. But the whole thing is, is they're, they're, they're doing magic spells based around cooking. And so my oldest daughter is like, well, I want to start cooking a little bit. So I said, okay, well, my wife said, you can go and make dinner for us this, this past Sunday. So we got her little cookbook. She started looking through it. And sure enough, she found some, some recipes she wanted to do. She made, she made brownies from scratch. Oh, my gosh. Um, that, that weigh an absolute ton. They're like, I picked up the thing. I'm like, oh, my God, you don't need to have a normal-sized brownie if you want one of these brownies. <laughs> and, then, and then she made uh, pigs in blankets. With, um, we didn't make our own hot dogs, but we did make uh, the – our own dough to oh, go around yeah. the hot dogs um i mean it took it took like all literally all day of cooking but you know she's like she's anxious to go again and, and do more cooking so what she um, doesn't understand is you secretly described every dad's favorite meal brownies and <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is just some doritos on the side and she we, didn't have to cook those we just had normal chips but i mean you actually yeah. could we, we we could make our own chips she, I'm sure to do that. Figure it out. Yeah. That's epic. Those, that sounds like an awesome dinner right there. It oh was good. Goodness. And I had we uh, the yield of that particular recipe was 10 dogs and because we only have five people in our ham our family uh, there was there was there was leftovers. So Extra I had dogs. leftovers I had leftovers today for lunch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My my daughter, you know, she she did that and she was at that point in kind of or late elementary school, middle school, and now she's in high school and doesn't have the time. So, doesn't have the time to cook for dad. Home. I know she's um, not even right now. She's not even here. She's at dance practice. So whatever. So I have to make dinner. Yeah, but I, I want to figure out the smash burger thing. That's my next challenge. Is it's good. I I, yeah. I think I think my my mistake was that um I only took the meat from one patty and put it down and and because it reduces so much in the pan. Uh, it felt like a small burger at that point, okay. so I think I needed to add a little bit more meat to it. But it's it came out it came out really good, and I I think I might need to uh, actually press it down even flatter than I did uh, to get a good get a good uh, a sear. I'd never seen that before, but that that looked pretty uh, pretty awesome. Pretty tasty. Yeah. So now I have a picture. So now I have to somehow figure out how to replicate that picture. That was barbecue sauce on there. I didn't put I didn't put uh, ketchup. Um, barbecue good enough but, i'm in so um yeah i don't know how long how long you want to go for this this conversation uh i i, I do know it's not going to be a regular thing because like you we'll get together and talk about games yeah when we have I, time well especially i mean you know i'm going to pick up horizon i'm sure you're going to pick up some things i'd love to talk about that i'd love to talk about the switch and Zelda, I know it'll make your eyes cross, but you'll listen to me. You'll tolerate me. I will. I will. Have. Yeah, one you two know. switch. Todd, you playing one two switch? Who are you yeah, playing I, that with? I, I doubt <laughs> I I'm getting one two switch. Ha. Yeah. And I'm going to play with my fan well, they maybe once they'll play with me. We'll see. But yeah, it's it's one of the games, one of the two games I pre ordered. Do they entertain their old dad every once in yeah. a while still? Play with your dad. Come on, <laughs> before I take my nap. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going on, I think, towards the end of uh, March. We have spring break here in uh, Columbia. Yep. And so I think we're going to head somewhere for spring break. So they'll. I'm, I'm planning on taking that along with us. Oh, you're, oh yeah, because you can take it anywhere yeah. and, play it for, and play it for two hours and yeah. then have to charge it again. Two hours, yeah, and then, and then I, I, but I also bought a USB C cord, um, and a stand that gets it because the way the switch sits, you have to get it 
above. So you charge from the bottom. So if you were to just use the, the kickstand, there's no way you could charge the switch just without, yeah, because the, the charger for the switch is on the bottom. You could do it if you held it. So if you had the controllers on either side and you were playing that way, you could do it. Or if, if you had it, if you had it like like propped up in between your knees, right? You could have yes. the cord, because the cord could hang down right or underneath. Have, right? <laughs> or have a child hold it for you while you're playing. Any of those would work. Or you can find a stand or you can, if you want to use like a pro controller or you want to use the the switch controllers on the fake controller thing, yeah, um, you got to you got to figure out how to charge it from the bottom. So I guess you could hang it over the that's, edge of the table. Man, that sounds like such a bad design decision. I didn't I didn't know about that until you just told me, but that that yeah. sounds terrible. Like why would yeah, you do that? <laughs> I think the assumption is you're always either going to have it in the stand or if you don't have it in the stand, you'll play it for two hours and then you'll put it back in the stand. You put it back charge. in the stand. Like yeah, you you'll go to the basketball court and you'll play one two switch with your friends at the at the court and then go home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then use it in the bathroom, which <laughs> seems to me like the best this is the best option for bathroom play ever. Well, um, what about what about Vita Remote Play on the PS4? Vita Remote Play is good too, but these games are made directly for the Switch. I mean, Vita Remote Play, you're you know you're cobbling together the controlling the controllers. If you want to try to play like Bloodborne on your Vita, yeah, it's probably not. You can a, do it. Probably not going to happen. Try. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember. I think I played. Um, I know that I played um, one of the Uncharted games. I don't think I played four, but I think I played three on the Vita. And all the way, all the way through on the Vita, or just, or just no, part. No, no, I did it. I just tried it, and it was not easy. It looked good, surprisingly good, but it was not easy. The other one I think I played was a uh, Assassin's Creed game, and it just worked okay. Now, I know that our friends, people that listen to have listened to us in the past, JJ, I know he's used his Vita several times. So I, I'd be interested sometime to see what games he played on the Vita using remote play. Because I'm able now that I have a decent connection at home, I'm able to play during lunch. I can play remote play on my computer at work. Really? And plug, yeah, I can plug my controller into um, my computer and use remote play and play pretty good. I, I think I played Final Fantasy that way. I played through a couple missions at work, and I played through a couple missions of Watch Dogs, too. And there was a little latency, but for those single-player games, it really wasn't bad at all. Things got pixelated once in a while, but not to the point where it was unplayable. So I've played just like... If my my family's using the TV or whatever, I, I've played on my computer with remote play, but I, I've never bothered trying to go over the over the internet. Well, I, you know, I couldn't do it until my until I got a better connection at home. And when I got the connection that I have at home now, it it's pretty good. You know what? I've been playing a lot at work lately, and you, I don't. Other people may not remember Matt, but Matt and I still work together. Um, Jim and Matt and I. Matt and I started Short Attention Gamer, and Jim jumped on and helped us moderate our forums. He helped clean up our forums because it was something that neither Matt or I would actually do. <laughs> it, was like, it was like having a home, and Matt and I would walk through and just throw crap everywhere, and Jim would come behind us and go, hold on, guys. If you're going to have a home, you need to clean your home. I, I completely didn't even remember yeah. doing that until just now. <laughs> managed us and our forms and so matt and i still play once in a while so every day or not every day at lunch but for the last couple of weeks i took my uh, wii u to work and so at one point i was like do i trade this in i thought you know what forget it i'm going to take this to work and matt and i are going to play super mario brothers and so matt and i because you can play two people two players on super mario and uh, so Matt which, and I've been which one? Not uh, not Maker, right? You're talking about uh, no. New yeah, Super the, the, Mario Brothers, or yes, New Super Mario Brothers, the uh, the release one. Because I I don't think I played much of any of that when it came out, and now Matt and I are, I think maybe halfway through, um, and we play at lunch and just sit there and laugh at each other like we're little little boys. Like oh my gosh, can you, I can't believe you just did that jump. I don't have I that yet. 
Yeah. Not with the kids, not with friends. Well, and, and you will. I mean, it just depends on where you, where you go and where you're working. I mean, we're in a unique place that allows us to do that. I have a TV in my office under the auspices of most of the time I, you have something I, to do with communications. I mean, right. So exactly. and I, we make videos TV. and we have to check the videos. So that's why we, the TV's there. Um, and then Matt comes in at lunch. He, Matt's version of what is healthy for lunch is different than mine. It usually involves five guys. <laughs> and so once he goes by five guys and picks up his, uh, his, you know, health shake, he brings it back over to the office and we play super Mario. So that know, sounds, that sounds great. I would yeah, love to I, do that. I think I'm going to hang on to the Wii U just so we can do that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I don't, not going to get much for it and it's still goofy enough that there's still a few games out there that are worth playing. And now they're not making it anymore. So it's going to be yeah. like a collector's, maybe it's a collector's item. Yeah, maybe. Probably, it's probably. Still going to play. Since I only played it maybe a, a grand total of 10 hours before this, why not? Why not run it up to 20? <laughs> yeah, I have a Wii U that hasn't hasn't gotten much. And I mean, the so my kids are all into, I mean, you, you probably know how it is. Like it's, it's not, it's not as much about like the consoles anymore. Like the kids are always playing. My, my daughter loves playing on a Chromebook of all things. Oh, um, yeah. and my other kids love their tablets. So it's not like everyone's dying to get in front of the TV. But I, I tell you one thing, my brother-in-law who actually has been on, you know, short attention gamer in the past, mm -hmm. he, uh, he's a huge Nintendo fan. And, for Christmas this year, he waited in line at Toys R Us when he heard the NES Classic was going to be there and actually ended up picking me up a NES Classic. Because um, those are impossible games. to find, too. They're still impossible to find. Yeah. You, can't, you can't get them. No. Um, so what, what I found was super interesting is that all the kids like were gravitating towards these old-ass games, right? Wow. Um, Excite bike specifically, my son just kept on playing Excite bike over and over. He was he was absolutely terrible at it. But the good thing about Excite bike is that you can always finish. You, you there's no like, there's no you don't hit three lives and have to start over. Uh, you just keep going until you finish the race. And sometimes he'll do better than other times. Um, but you know, even the kids like they're like Pac Man. Okay, mm -hmm. so Pac Man's a fun game now, and it's you know 2017. Yeah. And it's fun on the on that little NES. Do they do they like it because it's cute and small, or do they like it because the games are fun? Or I'm not entirely sure why they like it. Um, okay, like a lot of the games on there are are extremely difficult by by today's standards. Um, but you know, hey, as long as you can sit right up close to the TV with a two and a half foot cord. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Actually, I had, to, I had to buy an extension cord for that thing because yeah. it was... No, no, no. I think that's more fun to watch is them sitting just right there. Dad, why is, can't we move back? It is the cord's to, only two and a half feet long. It, it, is, it is fun to a degree because I, I do remember when I was a kid that I would be right up on that TV all the time. So maybe it was like kind of like another type of throwback in terms of how people used to play these, these systems. Um, and it wasn't... You know, the cord on the original NES wasn't two and a half feet long. It was it was probably six, I think, yeah. right? Six or eight feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had some distance there. But I would still be right up on, you know, my CRT back in the day. So, yeah. you know, may, maybe it was just a forcing thing. I don't know. But, you know, they made some really dumb design decisions on the NES Classic. But, thankfully, the mod community is taking care of all of that. Yeah. Um, so, like, one, one, of the, one of the design decisions that they did was that I don't know um, if you if you know much about it, but the, they have a menu where you browse your games, right? But to get back to the menu after you're in a game, you have to go up and physically press the reset button uh -huh. on the on the thing. There's no hotkey button press to to do. But even if you don't add more NES ROMs to the thing, uh, you should mod your NES Classic if you have one because they added a button press that will get you back to that <laughs> menu. <laughs> at the very no least, at, at the very least, that's the most important thing you need out of that mod. Can you imagine the engineers seeing that somebody brings it in? They're like, "Huh? Who would have thought?" That <laughs> that was well, everybody else in the world, 
that's who thought it was important. Pretty pretty much everyone in the world, yeah. Yeah. But I mean that it's it's a nicely designed system for the interface at least. Um it's it's well made. It looks like a little nest. You can but it's so cute and tiny, you just hold it in the palm of your hand. And uh yeah, they 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 I enjoy can't, it. I can't find one. I mean, I I looked during Christmas. I have a uh, a cousin um that's younger than me and she really wanted one and I looked for her and I couldn't find one. I my my guys at at GameStop they said they haven't had any since November. Um, I heard I heard rumors that they actually stopped making those too, uh, which is if, if that's if that's the case, I, I'd be really disappointed in Nintendo. Yeah, that's because, because they have a, a really it's a hit, obviously a hit. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe around Christmas time, it was probably you know probably just a perfect storm of everyone's like, oh, this would make a perfect gift because it's fairly inexpensive and it's you know a nice throwback thing. People will play it a little bit and then never play it again, but. It turns out that that thing is very versatile in terms of they threw like 300 megs of storage in it for some reason, um, and that you don't need 300 megs to no to store all those games that they put on it. Um, so you can get a whole bunch of neat things. Like people were putting somebody did a did an eight bit version of uh, I think forgot about Dre the song the rap the rap song. So you can replace the menu music with forgot about Dre. Uh, okay. <laughs> It's magical, really. It's a little magical box. And it makes absolutely no sense. They probably could have sold double the amount that they, they sold during the holidays. Oh, definitely. I, I would have bought one. My cousin, I could have bought her one. So there, there's a number of, of sale-throughs that they they could have done if they would have allowed for that. But I don't understand their, their, their marketing. I don't understand their strategy for sales it's almost like it's almost like they they produce the amount that they know that they're going to sell in the first batch and then they try to gauge it after that which is mm -hmm. very positive but but they haven't like restocked really it seems like yeah. there there's no there's no additional stock it's it's back to the Wii days the original Wii, where you couldn't get one you just straight up couldn't get one no matter what and it even a year past release um I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to make more. I hope they make more, and I hope they make a, a SNES one too. Even though yeah. you know, even though the modern community has made it so you can run SNES games on yeah. Classic, uh, but, yeah, I, but I, I'd buy one. I'd buy one. Yeah, I would too. And and I would. I don't under. I don't understand why they wouldn't allow for that because there are enough people out there that don't understand the modding process. They wouldn't want to do it. They don't have an old version of it. They, they're not going to play those games on their computer. Yep. So give them an option that allows them to play those games with family and friends and, and enjoy the nostalgia of it. It, it um, feels good. The controller that they made is, is an exact replica of the original controllers. So, um, yeah, it's, it, I, think that's, I think that's probably the, most, the best part of it. And I'd love to get a second one. But you can't get the second mm -hmm. controllers either. So you can't buy anything related to this thing. No, I'm going to keep looking. Maybe they'll come back, but I, I mean, I haven't seen. Maybe I'll find a used one. That's the only thing I can think of now. We've we've purchased worse games for $60. Oh. One game. Agree, this yeah. thing, and this has, you know, 30 at least decent Nintendo games in it. And there's a, a lot of garbage I, Nintendo out there. Like Oh, yeah. Adventures of Bayou Billy, come on. That's not a good game. Yeah. Chubby Cherub? No. -uh. <laughs> I've purchased worse games this year. So, let alone the last 15 years. Yeah. So, I, I probably purchase worse games at least two or three times a year. So, 60 bucks for something that's a surefire hit. I mean, oh, yeah. and it's a, it's a neat little, that, it's a neat little, just, it, it sits nice in your, you know, in your setup there, too. It's like, oh, look at that. It's like a little, this little cute guy over there. That's Something you know your family's going to want to play, or other people in your family are, are willing to try out if they if they feel kind of intimidated by modern games or some yeah. of the games right now. Yeah, I mean, you got a control, you got a, a digital pad, and you got two buttons. That's all you need, yeah. and you can play yeah. con Super Contra. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could I could start a fire with that controller. That's all I needed. Those yeah, all I needed those two buttons, and. Uh, I could figure out how to start a fire. I could cook. I could cook an egg, because that controller is so simple. Think about that. 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Because the controller, all you need is those two buttons and that. And you can do anything with it? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and that crossbar. And I'm good. <laughs> do everything I need to do with that little controller. I could drive a car. You might be able to. Yes. <laughs> but it's not it's not analog, it's just digital. So uh Well, I could I could <laughs> drive a digital car. Well, Todd Todd, I think uh we've been going at it for about an hour. So um I appreciate it. I, I, I've enjoyed it. I think I, I I'd like to talk to you again. And this this whole thing, like I I was trying to go there earlier earlier about how how old man-ish I feel sometimes, but like this this FaceTime culture of looking at the mm -hmm. person when you're actually talking to them, if you're not actually in the same room with them. Is, uh, <laughs> is this weird? It is weird. My, ki my kids don't even do it properly uh, when, when they're FaceTiming with their cousin in New York. Uh, they, they like, you know, they, they hold the phone like, like up. I know. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's going to take a little bit getting used to actually seeing your face. I'm sorry. I can I can do you want me to do makeup or I'm too. Sure. I maybe we could do some eyeliner. I didn't I, put it I, I didn't put shave. any foundation. Yeah, I could shave. Look at that. Look at you can see the gray in my beard. So I can shave if you want. It should I should have done this. We should have done this like a month ago when I had the full Oh yeah, you had the epic beard. I had the full you beard going. Mountain man running man. Yeah. It was good because I was outside running like through all of January. I, I was running. I was impressed and jealous of your record. <laughs> uh, it was tough. Yeah, but so, you did so, it. So for those out there that don't know, I'm, um, I did a, a challenge that was run outside at least a mile every day in January. Um, and my th there's different levels of the challenge. It was by a local running store that, that did it. So, um, you know, bronze metal, bronze level was one mile a day outside. Silver level was three miles a day outside, and then and then gold was five miles a day. And I'm I'm not ready for gold yet, but I did silver. And man, awesome. there was there were some days that I just uh, I really wanted to stop about halfway through. Um, you're in a part of the United States that saw some snow during January yes. as well. Yeah, we saw we. we, we we did see snow. It wasn't nearly as much. Like we got more snow in February than than um, than we got in January. But I did like the very last day of the challenge. It was January thirty first. Um, yeah, thirty first, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it did snow like that day, so we we closed off. It was a Winter Warrior Challenge. It was called. So we did close off uh, January with having to actually run in the snow to to finish That's off awful. the challenge. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, I'd, I'll, you know, I was cursing it the entire time I was doing it. I'm like, why did I sign up for this? Um, but I, I'll probably do it again next year because it was, it was worthwhile. I've, I've been a little bit more lazy cause I felt, I feel like I, I put in over a hundred miles in January. So it feels like, it feels like, eh, maybe I could take a little bit of February off, but I've been yeah. a little bit more lazy. I've only run like three times since, since uh, the month started. Cause I was like, I need to break. I need, I need my legs. They need to rest. Yes, um, exactly. That's what February's for. It's right before resting. you kick it back into gear in March. Yeah, I'm, I think one of my goals this year is I'm going to try to. I, I'm not a typically fast runner, um, but I, I at least have gotten my 5K time under 30 minutes. Uh, but I'm I'm actually starting this. Be, I think because of the January running, I did one race uh, in February so far, and I I got to. Um, it was uh twenty six fifty two was my time, so mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna try to lower that and hopefully get a, a like a twenty five minute five k this year. So we'll wow, see. That's awesome. We'll see. I don't know. That's yeah. But, uh, from what I understand, even like even seasoned runners, that's that's pretty tough to do. Yeah, but still, the the fact that you're out there, that's the thing that's important. And you know, that's that's also different from when we used to do the show, as we are at a point where we're doing other things as well, and there are other activities that we enjoy. I like to run too. Um, and so we, but at the end of the day, we still play games and we still enjoy them. And we're not, a, sure. we're not ashamed about the fact that we're adults, we're grown men who enjoy games and they're, they're fun and we grew up with them. So why my, shouldn't we? My wife still makes fun of me for playing games. I, 
I remember when my stepdad brought home Pong and got and got it for my sister and I for Christmas. And, you know, I there are not many people that can say that they're still enjoying um, where games have gone from that Pong experience um, decades ago. Um, I think I was probably, you know, it was probably 35 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so 34 years ago. You remember like you were yesterday, though. Like it it, it yesterday. does. I, someday we will have one of our shows or one of our discussions. We'll talk about my gaming experiences over the decades and the weird stuff that I have done around <laughs> games from middle school on because I have some stories to tell. St still stories to tell after all the time that we've after recorded all together? the time there are stories I have not told yet I was Ooh. thinking of them the other day Ooh. that I sounds know, I haven't, that, I, that sounds like we I, have to have more shows then I mean that sounds like we have to I'm willing, I'm willing to talk again we can say you know someday we can talk about uh, I you know I, I've talked a little bit about um, my experience with uh, um, arcades, but there's some, there's a story I remember the other day about an arcade that I've never told. That is crazy. And that's, and that's how yeah. we're going to end the show is you're not going to tell it right now. Nope. Not today. We'll save it. I will. I will. And you can use you things will. like hands, like high five. Thanks for the show. High five fist bumps. No, we can't get it right. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks Todd. And, uh, the, I don't. So typically, this is a podcast that I uploaded an audio file to, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let this play. I think there's a thing called YouTube Music that you may be able to use to uh, whatever you say. I don't know. Nobody, uh, nobody's going to listen to it anyway. So, <laughs> except for JJ. Hi, JJ. Yeah, good, this is for us. Good seeing you. Two guns. All right. <laughs> All right, Todd. All right, buddy. Thanks for. See you. See you, Jim.